Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, welcome to week 11 of the NFL season, Thursday night football tonight, and we've got a good one after us coming up tonight. We'll get into that in just a second. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet, and we made it. We're in week 11, folks. That's right. Zach and the Nose wouldn't be Zach and the Nose without my partner in crime, The Nose. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Nose, welcome to week 11. How you doing? We made it to week 11. We Every did. time we're I start here. the show off, I'm like, we're I here. I I, this, this morning I texted, do we really have a show? Are we still going? It is uh, truly amazing what's going on around the NFL right now as Saturday grows closer. And I, you might ask, why would I say Saturday grows, grows closer? Saturday starts the new kind of rules for the NFL when it comes to every team around the league. And no more kind of, uh, you know, doing your own thing and then going to camp. It's literally strict, strict, strict rules for all 32 NFL teams. Reason being, the same thing that me and Nose and everyone out there wants. We want to finish the season. We want to get to the regular playoffs. Fantasy playoffs for us, but regular playoffs for the NFL. And get to the Super Bowl and not have a Week 18 and 19 and bubble playoff system. Normal, normal, normal. Trying their best. NFL is trying their best as well there but knows we're here it's week 11 and um without copyright infringement down the stretch we go right here we go this is it a couple weeks uh, before the playoffs start in most leagues three weeks left most leagues i know in your league a lot of and a lot of leagues week 15 have a semifinals and then a finals in week 16 right all leagues that have a finals in week 17 are amateur hour, as we've always discussed. God, I hope you don't have that. And if you do, I would change it immediately because that's when everyone sort of goes in just into bench and sit mode and rest our stars so they don't get injured. But right now, three weeks right now to get yourself into either the playoffs or get yourself into a bye week situation where there is nothing better than that bye week where you could just sit back, lean right. back, pray your players stay healthy. But uh, the odds of... Getting to week 15 with a bye versus having to gut it out in week 14 is just a huge advantage over the competition. So we're here to get you there. So uh, any kind of questions you might have, Zach, we are here for all of it. 
That's right. Text Machine will be open all night long, as it always is for these two hours. We're on until 8 o'clock tonight. We actually have a little announcement to make, because next week, obviously Turkey Day, Thanksgiving, no Thursday night show next week. Nose, I'm sorry. We don't have one. Instead, we're doing Tuesday night. We're doing the pre-waiver wire Turkey Day. Zach in the nose. So you get us tonight. Taco us Tuesday. Tuesday Taco. Yes. Actually, it should be Turkey Tuesday maybe for us on Tuesday night. Well, I hope you're not eating turkey on Tuesday. No, That's why a nice well beef done. taco would right. go very well with, you know, the fact that you're going to be going into that sleepy, sleepy oh. turkey mode on Thursday. Oh. No one loves. I remember the shows from last year. No one oh, loves Thanksgiving like you. Thanksgiving Nobody. Is, is my Christmas, Hanukkah, Passover, Easter, New Year's Day, May Day, Flag Day, July Fourth, all wrapped into one. Because for an afternoon, I get to go to my. You know, and this year we're doing my parents' house. Normally we don't, and we're not having a lot of people because of the year we're in right now. But it'll be my, it'll be grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, and son, and that means oh, and Uncle Joshi, which oh, also means. At that point, Zach gets to eat, sit on the, his couch, on his fat behind all day long watching football while everyone else watches my son. Thank you. Thanks. I'm are, thankful for that. Are you relinquishing the, the, the cooking of the turkey this year to your parents? I was not given, a, uh, 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 I really wasn't given an option because I've retired my mom about three years ago from all holiday cooking and she decided I want to do it this year. I want to give you the year off. And I said, you got it. Okay. So there you go. I am I'm coming to the house with an empty plate and leaving with a plastic container worth of food. That's that's how I look at my Thanksgiving that day. And, and you and will have fantasy fun. football too. Right. Probably all day. Triple header <laughs> on Turkey Day. Now we're getting ahead of ourselves. We still have some food before that. We are. But we, we that's brought up food up next week. <laughs> what I really wanted to bring up was hopefully in your league like right now, like Nose just said, we're getting into the stretch run. I'm looking at one of my leagues right now, a ten person league. The bottom two, ninth and tenth place, kind of out of it. Everyone else is still in it for the playoffs. Only four teams make it in my league. I'm talking about from Chitty's team, who's uh, you know five and five, to my team, who's eight and two. There are weeks left, positions there, and that's why we're here. We're here to help you guys. We're here to have fun. But we are really down the stretch now. It's funny thinking about where we were when we did our first show this year. What like three weeks before actually the regular season started, and we were preparing for the draft, and now we're preparing for a playoff run. Again, I've said it four times already, but knows we made it. We did it, and we're still here, and it's been a wonderful ride so far. I don't want it to end, but at the same time, I do want it to end. That means we actually started and completed an NFL season together. Uh, But yeah, we are we are here, and we have a. There's a lot of questions right now for this week that our people should be lining up to ask. You have Buffalo, Chicago, the G-Men, and the 49ers on by four teams. So there are tough decisions to make. Last week, we saw some really ridiculous plays. For example, out of Ronald Jones, 98-yard touchdown. Is that somebody now that you want to start, not start? So we're going to get into all these things throughout the show, and I look forward to every second of it. Every second of it. And by the way, normally, and we will have it on after us tonight, Thursday night football comes on right after us tonight, pregame show, and then kickoff around 8-20, We have a tasty, tasty matchup tonight. Not just fantasy-wise, NFL-wise in general, really two good teams in the NFC West. But man, I saw your list of guys that people will probably have tonight at some point on their teams. I don't remember the last time we had anywhere between 8 and 10 guys that could be not just playing tonight because you need to start a guy. There's not a guy on your list that's not like, eh, I had to pick him up this week just because I needed a starter. You got eight, nine starters on your list just for tonight, including 
a hell of a quarterback matchup tonight. This is awesome. And finally, it took to week 11 to, for the NFL to maybe get lucky or just get it right. But their three primetime games are <laughs> Kyler Murray at Russell Wilson. Right. You got Pat Mahomes in Vegas. Right. And then you finish off with the Rams at Brady. It is beautiful. You have three really good primetime games. NFL, thank you, because right. I didn't want to watch Joe Flacco anymore. I'm just saying. You know? <laughs> right, right. No one wants to watch Joe Flacco anymore. Joe but, yeah, Flacco you said it in that, tonight's, yeah. ga- tonight's yeah. game. You, you got Seattle. You got Russell Wilson, possible MVP, going against the other possible MVP in Kyler Murray. You got Carlos Hyde, who is starting tonight and is a very startable. We'll get into that. Mr. DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, obviously both absolute must-starts. On the other side, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk. It's an overwhelmingly insane amount of talent on the field tonight, and I cannot wait to watch it. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. We already have a couple texts coming in here now. We'll get to them very, very soon. I promise you that. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited for tonight's game. Like I said, it's coming up right here in 560 to Joe WQAM after us tonight. Pre-game and then kick off there. Really good one. Sometimes we have these stinkers on Thursday night, but not tonight. Really good NFL game. Really good fantasy implications. You know it's got good fantasy implications, by the way, when Mr. Non-Fantasy himself, Joe Rose, talks this morning on our morning show about how all the fantasy people must be really excited for this this game tonight. And he brings up half the guys you just did. I was very proud of him to get out of the cave for a second and talk some fantasy football. That wow, nice. Big Dog talked about fantasy. Right, right. He did, yeah. That takes well, a lot. Also because I've been I've been stuffing Kyler Murray down his throat for the last four weeks here, five weeks here on the show, saying this guy is going to be an MVP possibly this year, if not this year, probably next year. And it's looking more and more like he's jumping up that MVP run this year as well. And Russell Wilson falling off it a little bit in the last couple of weeks with a couple of bad weeks. But we do have a good one tonight, real good one tonight. Like I said, your text, your text messages run our show all night long till 8 p.m. We have everything to go over, some including some stuff from last week, the nose candy, the nose bleeds, observations from the nose and what he saw in the last seven days, and of course, the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. Outside of the sniff test, we got so much to get to and your text messages. I love your text messages coming in here because I could tell right now a lot of people are trying to make those playoff runs. Um, let's start with this before we get to some of the observations and the nose candy from last week. Uh, a couple guys that normally we would kind of discuss, maybe talk about, but actually had pretty good weeks last week. Quarterbacks, running backs, and wide receivers like we like to talk about. Nose, I'll hand it off to you for a couple seconds here. Give me a couple of guys last week that maybe outside of the nose candy and nosebleeds you saw and went, wow, that's a pretty good week from that guy. Yeah, we like to talk about a player from each position that just sort of blew up last week and maybe discuss what their future might look like for this week. And the one player, and we just already mentioned, Ronald Jones, have wow. a day. That wow. 98 touchdown, 98 yarder really reminded me of Derrick Henry's. That's what it reminded me of. But what was really fantasy focused for me was he had 23 rushes, 192 yards in that touchdown. The 23 rushes is what really, you know, tickles my fancy, if you would, because every week we're discussing Fournette versus Ronald Jones. Which one do you start? And the last two weeks was really leaning towards Fournette. He was catching balls out of the backfield, and he just looked like the player that was getting, you know, the trending towards becoming the starter. Well, as, as not so fast, as Corso right. would say, right? right not so right, fast. Right. Jones had around 38 to 40 fantasy Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. points. 
and it just leads you to question, you know, do I start him now every week? And my answer to you is, I don't think he's a must start every week. And this week he's going against Aaron Donald and that defensive line and the Rams. If you start him, no, just know that's not going to happen again. And it's very, very possible he'll have a dud. So with a, with a Ronald Jones and a Fournette, and it is a, really a part of our observations, but since we're talking about it, it right. is one of those where if you start, just be under the caution sign that you don't know what you're going to get, and especially going against a good defensive line. I get it. You might need to start him. How do you bench somebody who had 40 fantasy points last week for you? Just don't expect the same type of you know, performance. It's likely not going to happen. Right, right, right. And in, in the same game, Tom Brady was the best quarterback of the week in the NFL. 341 yards and three touchdowns. Wow. Not, not bad for the GOAT. And last but not least, I, I don't know how the show trended in this direction last year, but it Mark, did. It did. We got so many texts about Marquez Valdez scaling, and it was just somebody I wasn't really prepared to give so much uh, advice about, but I recommended him left, right, up, and down, and he had four catches only. But for 149 yards and that long 78-yarder, he you know, had around 25 to 28 fantasy points. It was definitely a great week for him. But overall, just a weird week in fantasy in general. And I hope you came away with a win. But if you had anybody, if you had MVS, Brady, or Ronald Jones in your lineup, you were feeling awfully good about yourself. You damn well were at that point. All right, let's take our first break of the show here. If you do want to get in for the text machine, it's 305 567 0560. We'll go over some nose candy and nosebleeds from last weekend and some observations as well. And of course, your text messages until 8 p.m. tonight. Let's take a break. That's the nose. I am Zach. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We're back right after this. Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Man, oh man, if this was an edition of Krantz's Corner or somehow the video was online right now, I just got the Nose Week 11 Fantasy Football Dance right up in my grill. Oh man, that was impressive. Not really, but it was. Hey, you put sorry, the lemon no, heads sorry. on and I'm going to go nuts. Right, oh no, right. excuse me. This is uh, Lemon Ugly Head. Kid Joe. Ugly Kid Ugly Joe. Ugly Kid Joe. Woo! Lemon, Lemonhead's underrated candy, by the way, but that's another conversation. Also, did candy. the remake of Mrs. Robinson. That's where my confusion right. was. Right. Okay. There you, go. Okay. there you go. The nose is, <laughs> the nose is musical knowledge on uh, maybe possible nosebleed right there for the musical knowledge to start off with. <laughs> All right, let's get into some other things we got here on the show, including nose candy and nosebleeds. From week 10 of the NFL season, this is where, and unfortunately I just saw it, the nose gets to take his shirt off and beat his chest a little bit and take a little bit of a beating just in case the bleeds are long also. Once again, I look on the sheet and the nose candy, a little bit longer than the nose bleeds today. So let's start with that. Week 10 from the NFL season fantasy football. Give me some of that nose candy. Nose candy. Ooh. I uh, recommended Kirk Cousins last week, and he had 292 yards and two touchdowns. Not too shabby. I recommended Kareem Hunt last week, and even though we knew Nick Chubb was coming back, he did exactly what I thought he was capable of, which was 19 carries, exact as Chubb, 104 yards on the ground. So three grabs and 28 catches, very solid game. Right. 
Next recommended Antonio Gibson, and he did not fail me. 65 total yards and give me two touchdowns for that. On top of it for PPR leagues, he had four receptions. I recommended Antonio Brown, and although he didn't get in the end zone, he had seven receptions for 69 yards on eight targets. And more importantly, those targets, Zach, because that's right. if you picked up Antonio Brown, he's becoming more and more a part of that offense and more and more startable as weeks go. I recommended both the Minnesota wide receivers last week. Thielen had two touchdowns, and Jefferson had eight grabs for 135 yards. Kid's sort of becoming a star, if I must say. He is. You're right about that. He is. Recommended against Ryan Tannehill, and he put up a stinker. He only had 147 yards and one touchdown. And I recommended against all the San Fran running backs, and McKinnon led the way with a whopping 18 carries for 33 yards. So... Overall, not too bad. Nope, nose candy from week 10 was nice. That's a good list right there. But always a little nosebleed just in case. Let's get to it. From week 10 of the NFL season, let me hear about the dreadful nosebleeds. Uh Uh-oh, nosebleed. I do love the way they say nosebleed on that. (laughs) The nose pick of the week was Jared Goff. And I'm calling it a nosebleed. Even though he had over 300 yards and no interceptions, it was the zero touchdowns. That made this a nosebleed. They just ran the ball in every time. It was just, a, I guess, a game flow situation. Malcolm Brown got in twice. Uh, Daryl Henderson got in once. And so overall, 300-plus yards, no touchdowns. I'm calling that a nosebleed. And then the tight end of the week was Eric Ebron, another major nosebleed. Two catches for 28 yards. And I'm going to... You better get into the observation about the tight end because right now no tight ends had a good week last week. I had no shot of making it work. And we're going to talk about how weak the tight end possession really is because it's been historically bad. Last, I recommended Carson Wentz against the Giants, and of course he put up a stinker. I mean, the dude had 200 yards and no touchdowns. He had no INTs as well, so it's not a horrid game, but it was pretty disappointing considering every offense is tearing up the Giants defense and Carson Wentz couldn't do it right I recommended a Rob and he had six catches for 43 yards and that's not what I had in mind and I I think that the uh Foles experiment might be over in Chicago yeah I think so too right it's been a bloodbath and I said not to start Matthew Spaffer and the old gunsberger shot me he put up 276 yards and three touchdowns against the Washington football team and that's a hell of a game so that is my last nosebleed and that's all you have it folks all right, those are the nosebleeds from week 10 of the NFL season for your fantasy football team. 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to get in. Let's start with a couple of those uh, nos before we get to some observations, which we'll get into. we got plenty, including that tight end one, which I definitely want to hit at some point here in the next couple of minutes. Half point PPR, need one for my flex spot. Cooper, Belage or Jalen Rager? I'm assuming that's Amari Cooper. It's got to be if- right. And if it is Amari Cooper, it looks like the Red Rifle is back. And if he is, that is actually wonderful news for Cooper. Yes, it's not Dak, but he'll get the targets. Start Amari Cooper. I think starting either of the two guys is overthinking it. Yes, Balaj had a nice game last week uh, against the Dolphins, but he is not, in my opinion, a player you should be starting over uh, Amari. Uh, need one here. St- uh, Matt Stafford, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins. Two-part question. Let's go over part one first. Stafford, Wentz, or Kirk Cousins quarterback this week? I love both uh, Stafford and Cousins. They both have absolutely wonderful matchups. But 
I, I'm going to go with Kirk Cousins. He's at home versus a very bad Dallas defense. Whereas, I, again, I love Stafford, but he has a torn ligament in his thumb, in right. his throwing thumb. He's going to gut it out. But that being said, uh, because of that injury, you could go with Cousins. It's just a smarter, safer play, just in case that acts up on him. Right. Imagine in the middle of the first quarter, somebody hits that a little bit, and all of a sudden you started him and you got three points out of him. And that's then it. David Blau or Blue is in the game. There you go. Right. Same uh, text there. Flex PPR need one. I've got Rugs the third, but on waiver, Jakeem Grant, AJ Green, Willie Sneed. So who do you like out of those guys? Pick one. <sighs> that's a tough one because you're you're looking at guys that are basically huge hit or miss type of players. AJ Green, I think, is completely faded out of that offense. I would not recommend him. Uh, he hasn't been startable in quite some time. You know what? On Sunday night in a game at home, I think that David Carr, excuse me, Derek Carr is going to hit Ruggs the third for a few different times. It's your best bet for a home run. Kansas City is going to score like crazy. We're going to get into the fact that I don't think the, Ra the Raiders are going to have any defensive players that are starters. That The COVID right. hit their defense really badly. And they which pissed off Kansas City, which is not good for uh, anyone who's going to get to pissed off Andy Reid, right? You couldn't have said that any better. And so the fact that we know Kansas City is going to score simply right. means that the Raiders are going to have to air it out. And due to that, I'm leaning toward Ruggs the third, even though I think Jakeem Grant has a nice little thing going on with Tua. But he does, you're right. He does, but Ruggs the third is my, my bet over Grant. All right, here's a good one. Noses, I love that from Noses Malone. Help me, I got Mike Evans, Devontae Adams, Will, Ful Will Fuller, Deontay Johnson. Ugh. Deontay Johnson, only need three though, so you got to drop one for this week. Who, who do you not like this week, I guess? The big problem here is that Devontae Adams uh, has missed two practices in a row, and the reports are saying it might be leaning in a direction where he doesn't play. Obviously, that makes your decision a lot easier. But let's be clear. If Devontae Adams is playing, you're starting him. And Deontay Johnson is an absolute must-start this week. I also like Will Fuller. Uh, I actually, I love all your options quite a bit. But Mike Evans is the guy I'm benching. He's going to be manned up against Jalen Ramsey, who is right now probably the defensive MVP in the NFL. So... I would put Evans on the bench, but if obviously if Devontae Adams is not starting, you have a very easy decision to make. Deontay Johnson, I love this week. Uh, Nostradamus, that's a good one too. I need three here. Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon, the hyphen, or Daryl Henderson. There was a little news yes, that I was. read about the hyphen a little earlier. Did he miss practice today? I don't know for what or what. I do. It okay. says illness. Tell us. It illness. says illness. Not good. Not good. <laughs> Not, Not good. good. No, I would have right. rather we, you said ankle. I would have rather <laughs> you said hamstring. Like illness is not good. So they're not saying it's COVID yet, but there has been some COVID in the uh, Kansas City locker room over the year. So again, we are a Thursday show, and I get that. So if you need to start three, I would start Chase Edmonds tonight, not knowing what the hyphen situation is, and also Daryl Henderson right now is in a very clear cut three-headed monster backfield. I happen to like him a lot, but each week, like, for example, last week, Cam Akers led the team in rushing in terms of uh, carries and rushing, but he didn't score the touchdown. Right. Malcolm Brown had two of them, and Henderson had one. So that's just a whatever Sean McVay is feeling situation. Uh, so for tonight, start Edmonds. 
if the hyphen is starting, you're obviously starting him. And I actually like Daryl Henderson over Melvin Gordon. Not a big fan of Melvin Gordon. Not a fan of him going against your Miami Dolphins. That's right. Yeah, tough matchup this week against that outstanding, excellent Miami Dolphin defense. The Brian Flores defense there. Uh, Josh Bauer, too. Give him some credit. I need three running backs. Uh, looks like Henry Edwards. I'm guessing that's the hyphen. Hilliard, Ronald Jones, Duke Johnson, Gio Bernard. Pick three of those. Uh, that's an interesting list there. It is a good list because, uh, okay, Derrick Henry's in. All right, let's, right. let's move forward. So just take now, two out of the rest, right. Okay, so Edwards uh, Hillier. Okay, I got it. The, the guy spelled it a little wrong, messing with my eyes over here. So mm. if the hyphen is playing, he's number two. And right now it looks like Joe Mixon is not playing, which makes Gio Bernard a, a, a good start. Duke Johnson is also a very good start because he's got the volume there, but I just don't think his offense is revolved around him as much. So I would go with Henry, uh, the hyphen and Gio Bernard. And yes, that's right. I'm telling you, I'm not putting Ronald Jones in there. If uh, the hyphen doesn't play because he ends up having COVID or is unable to play, then you put Ronald Jones in. All right. Uh, let's see. That was from Pat in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Thanks for that text, Pat. Noseman, would you start Aaron Rodgers this week? Tough matchup. My backup is Tua. Wow, so yes, I, he's I, asking Aaron Rodgers or Tua. I'm glad that question comes up. You love that question. Love it. Well, in Indianapolis, Indianapolis has a really good, uh, really good defense, just flat out. That being said, I am not benching the hot one of the hottest just quarterbacks there is right now. Aaron Rodgers is great. Uh, so even Aaron Rodgers in a tough matchup is better than Tua right now. Tua is not going to be putting up fantasy stats yet where I I have to put him in against someone of that kind of nature. So, uh, again, no disrespect to Tua. Dude's doing his thing right now. But he's not putting up these huge numbers. Uh, They're running the ball a lot, ball control, play defense, and then, you know, beautiful play calls that he's catching, you know, throwing the ball to tight ends at the end. Uh, What a beautiful play call that was. I know. So, anyway, go with Rodgers over Tua. No problem. No, that's an easy one. All right, full point PPR, half point per run. Need one flex. Pittman, Sims Jr., Burkhead, uh, Murray, Latavius Murray, it looks like. Dobbins or Le'Veon Bell. Okay, so just, if the hyphen... Just pick one. I will. If the hyphen is out, then you're going with Le'Veon Bell. That's going to be the full Le'Veon Bell special right there because Daryl Williams, the other running back there, is in the same boat as the hyphen. So if they both don't play, then it's obviously Le'Veon Bell. I actually like Michael Pittman quite a bit, just to hold on to him. His future in the next few weeks looks very bright. I also really do like Burkhead this week at Houston. Houston's dead last against the run. Uh, So if the hyphen is playing, start Burkhead. If the hyphen is out, start Le'Veon Bell. Mike Evans or Jacoby Myers this week? I'm going, oh, geez, I hope you... That's a tough I, one too, right? I, I'm I'm going to guess it's a PPR league because most are. I'm going with Jacoby Myers in a full PPR league over Mike Evans. Yes, I said it. Listen, I'm reading everywhere that Jalen Ramsey is going to be likely one-on-one coverage against Mike Evans. Right. That's bad, bad news. That's like, to give people an understanding that might be a little older like me and you, that's like Daryl Revis type style. Um <laughs> You don't want that. You don't want a piece of that. And Myers is a targeted, crazy man. Cam Newton's only throwing to him right now. And they do have a very good matchup at Houston. You know the weather's going to be good. I really like Cam Newton this week. Uh, So go with Myers over Evans. T. Higgins or McKissick in a flex spot. Doesn't say if it's PPR or not. 
I'll go T Higgins. Yeah. T Higgins is hot at Washington. Love it. Love the tight end question here because this is something I need to know about too. Tight end PPR. Dallas go Joe Dirt or Ebron this week. Flip a coin. Now I'm very frustrated with the with the wide uh, the tight end position. I'm going to say uh, go with Godert. He's going to have more of an opportunity. Ebron, uh, he failed me last week. They're throwing the ball to their receivers a lot. They have a ton of three wide receiver sets with Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and the double Jew. And because of that, Ebron's only coming in on certain packages, whereas uh, Godert, I liked what you did with the Joe Dirt there. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is he's going to get just more targets, and he's eventually going to get in the end zone. So I'm going to go with Dallas Godert over Ebron. All right. Would you start Taysom Hill at tight end, someone asked. How about yes. that? Yes, right. I would. Oh, yeah. Oh, Taysom, Taysom Hill, and we're one of the major observations we're going to talk about is the New Orleans Saints quarterback situation. But Taysom Hill is going to have an opportunity in certain formats, not many, but certain formats to play tight end. And he'll be able to get quarterback, you know, running, rushing yards. And he's going to get a lot of looks, in my opinion, at quarterback. If they're in the five-yard line, that's the guy who's going to score a five-yard rushing touchdown if it's not Alvin Kamara. It's not going to be Jameis. So with how weak the tight end position is, and if you have the ability to start Hill at tight end, to me, no-brainer. Who was that guy from Pittsburgh a couple of years ago that was a tight end eligible? He was also the running back. Was that Jalen Samuels? Is that well who that done. was? That's right? exactly who it was. I picked him up one week, and I didn't have enough running back spots. And all of a sudden, on the, on the little end of his name, the T.E. was in there. Yeah, Taysom Hill, yeah. that same guy, yeah, right? Yahoo only did that. Right. And CBS right. and ESPN did not play those games. But right. all of a sudden, you got – and that guy was, like, rushing for 25 right. carries in a game, and he's playing tight end. It was beautiful. Jalen Samuels. Woo. Uh, all right, here's a tough one from Diddy because I believe both guys are kind of questionable to play. It looks like he's got the hyphen or Swift. Uh, Swift also, right? He's a questionable this week. Oh, Swift's looking bad. He's got a concussion, right, right. the concussion protocol late in the week. Uh, so, am I allowed to Oof. say whoever, whoever of the which of the two right. of them plays, Ouch. start him? Right. Uh, is Chris Carson out tonight? If so, is Hyde a good start over AP and Burkhead in a non PPR? Chris Carson is out tonight. So uh, Hyde is a good start. He's a player who I have as a top 20 type of running back. Uh, but I actually like Burkhead more. Than, oh, it's a non-PPR league. Non-PPR. Yes. No, I'm going to go. I'm going to change my tune because in a PPR league, Burkhead catches a few balls. And, right. and it would be Damian Harris is the right player to have in New England uh, for a non-PPR. Go with, go with Hyde tonight. I'm starting him in a few leagues, non-PPR. He should get the uh, bulk of the carries there. Alex Collins was deemed out, so it's just really Hyde and DJ Dallas. So go with Hyde. All right, let's get to a couple more of these before we get to break. Assuming no mixing, PPR League, Gio Bernard, Bellage, or LaMichael Pirine. Uh, I, I think I can answer that for you. You're going to go with Gio there, right? I am going to go with G- Gio. Right. Gio. In, in, a, in a PPR League, that's a no-brainer for me. If it was a non-PPR League, just to give you an idea – uh, Bellage is a good non-PPR start, but no, go with Gio. All right, 305-567-0560. We have a couple more text messages. We'll get to them in the next segment. We're going to go over some observations coming up here. Also, before we end our number one here, this is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Let's take a break. We're going to be back right after this. It's coming up, it's coming up, it's coming up. It's there. Uh... 
This is Zach and the News, the fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet, find new roads right there in Miami Shores at Tropical Chevrolet. Go tell Danny, the GM there, Zach and the News sent you. You get a great deal in a car. Special shout out to the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet, Ari and Erica as well. I'm sure listening, taking notes about all of our fantasy knowledge here. And when I say us, it's because I just dropped the Jalen Samuels on your ass in the last 10 minutes. And I feel like I might be a small nose. It's possible. Are you still dancing? Oh, yeah. I'm just letting you ride out for a second here. That is the nose. Follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E-R-D-J tonight. Uh, Dan Day back at the Intercom Compound. I'm assuming just by himself, too. Probably no one else in that entire building right now but him. So uh, just keep the lights on just in case, Dan Day. I know you're scared of the dark. Let's get back to a bunch of stuff here. We have a lot of observations to go over. And your text message is 305 5670560. So if you want to get your text message in, and there are a bunch on there, we'll get to them in a second. We teased this just before with that tight end position. I want to start with that. Um, beginning of the year, I guess you could say we had a couple of guys that were like must, oh, you got to grab these guys, maybe get them early when it was the um, the Kelseys of the world, when it was the Kittles of the world. Uh, question marks about Gronk coming back and a lot of guys around the league uh, but the position this year, I'm assuming since it's in big and bold on your notes, not so great unless you have Kelsey, correct? It's historically bad, and I'm really blown away. You forgot Zach Ertz. Right, well. that's right. right, that's right. right. So this coming into the year, yeah, you know, Travis Kelsey is clearly in his own world, and oh, he is. And then, you know, Kittle, obviously he was doing just fine, Kittle, until he went out for the year. So that obviously hurt the... Uh, the tight end position in general, but I, I got to discuss it with you because week after week, I'm trying to do my research, trying to go check out the defenses that are weak against tight ends. And I'm trying to give good recommendations to you because it is insanely bad how this tight end position is. And I have some examples for you, Zach. Okay. So Kelsey was out last week. He was on his bye. I'm going to read to you right now, the top five performers of last week well, at the I'm tight end position. This, right. yeah. The number one performer last week in the tight end position was the Gronk with two catches, 51 yards, and a touchdown. Wow. Then you watch the game, most likely a bunch of you listening, Hunter Henry, who had a whopping four catches for 30 yards, and he caught that touchdown. Cam Brate, three catches for 31 yards and a touchdown in the same game as Gronk. Mark Andrews, seven catches for 61 yards. And then Farrow Brown. Who? Farrow Brown, two for 21 and a touchdown. What does that tell us, Zach? That the tight end position stinks, right? It stinks. stinks. It's a right. real big issue. So um, I'm, we're trying to do our best here now. I'm, I'm looking at stats year to date. You got Travis Kelsey in his own hemisphere. 145 fantasy points, give or take. The next best in the league is Darren Waller at 94. And then after that is TJ Hawkinson and Janu Smith with Mark Andrews at 86. The tight end position is a complete and utter bloodbath. And there's absolutely nothing you could do about it because each right. week there's you're just praying that you get that tight. Just like Hunt, uh, Henry, Hunter Henry caught that. Open ball where Herbert could even run it in, or he threw it in. He threw throw it, so you got that dirty tight end touchdown. Listen, Mark Bavaro is not walking through this door right no, now. He's Mark not, yeah. Mark Chamora is not walking through this door. Uh, Shannon Sharp, God bless these stu- you know studs from the '90s and 2000s. It is 
It is slim pickings right now, so I'm it's going to reckon... more like Joe Rose is walking through that door. That's what's ah. happening here with these stats. That's a nice shot there. I think he yeah. could have put up similar numbers to right, uh, Farrow right. Brown. Two but for listen, twenty-one and a touchdown. That's that's Joe Rose's career right there in a nutshell. That's like that's perfect, right? It is perfect. That's exactly yeah. what the tight end position has become, and and uh, it's very shocking because a player like Darren Waller should be a lot better than he is. Uh, a player like Janu Smith or Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews, huge disappointment. Came out really, sto- you know, smoking hot at the beginning of the season, and man, that whole Ravens offense is really tailored off and. We'll talk about how Lamar Jackson later on in the show has been a bit of a bust as far as I'm concerned. But overall, Zach, you got to sort of get a little lucky with the tight end position right, right now. You know, if you started a player like Jimmy Graham, you know, you just you got to pray for a touchdown. If you start a player like Robert Tanyan, you got to pray for a touchdown because these guys are not going to produce those big, you know, receptions targeted a game. So overall, listen, I'm just trying to say if you're having a, a tough time at this position, we all are. And right. that's the point. Unless you have that's Kelsey, the, right. Unless you have Kelsey, right. you're struggling. That's that's it. Everybody else is averaging under 10 fantasy points a week. All right, let's talk about the running back position a little bit. Two specific teams I want to uh, jump into here, Tampa and Arizona. Arizona obviously playing tonight. Tampa with the Brady situation and all the weapons there. But that running back situation is very tricky to figure out week by week. Uh, what's the deal? Let's start with Tampa. What you like there between Rojo and Leonard Fournette and then go to Arizona who's playing tonight, which maybe a lot of people need to make that choice here if you have Drake or Chase Edmonds, whatever the, t- the case may be. Go on with those two teams. Great. Uh, Tampa Bay is what it, I'm going to call a week-by-week situation, Okay. They're both very startable in good matchups, and you have to be very cautious when you start a Ronald Jones or a Leonard Fournette this week against Aaron Donald in that ridiculously tough defense. Um, we don't know which player is going to blow up. It's sort of a, a crapshoot. We don't know who Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich are going to give the ball to more between the two of them. And so if you start them, just start them knowing that you might have a huge game or you might have a bus game. And a lot of fantasy is trying to mitigate or just like keep risk as low as possible. If you start either of those guys, I'm telling you it's a risk. But I also know that right now options are small. We have four teams on buys. We have players that we're discussing like the hyphen who might not play. Uh, so you got tough situation there. This week, I don't like either of the Tampa Bay guys. Next week could be a completely different story. Right. And what about Arizona? Okay. You're starting both your guys tonight. If you have... Both Kenyon Drake and Edmonds, I'm leaning towards Drake, okay? That's the guy who I believe is going to move forward. But Chase Edmonds gets plenty of carries. He gets plenty of catches as well. And we're going against Seattle, who has a very bad defense. God, they have let them down in Seattle because uh, everybody right now is scoring against them. So I like both Drake and Chase tonight. I'm starting both of them in some capacity in leagues that I'm in. So start both those running backs there. If you don't have better options, and if you uh, are not sure, please text in the show and we'll help you out. 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you do want to send a question in here for the nose. Let's continue with the observations a little bit. Uh, We talked about this a little earlier. We even talked about it on the morning show this morning. Kansas City and Vegas playing uh, on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Andy Reid a little pissed off at the Raiders for doing victory laps in their bus around last time they played and they beat him, which I believe is the only loss of the season for Kansas City here uh, on this on the season. Um, 
I'm assuming at this point we're not going to see Pat Mahomes sit in the fourth quarter if they're up 28. I think Andy Reid's going to play him and let him win his MVP possibly in this game. And Las Vegas missing about 200 people on defense. This is just a nightmare situation if this is the case going into Sunday Night Football with players missing for the Raiders and Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, and that offense a little bit ticked off. It's going to be one of those things where there's a very real chance that up to eight to nine starters on that defense might not be playing. That is, I think the defensive coordinator straight up came out and said, I don't think we could stop them with every starter on our team. (laughs) And now they're going to have to bring up practice squad players to go against Pat Mahomes and Kelsey and company, Tyreek the Freak, coming off a bye. And yes, you mentioned it. They showed him up. And Andy Reid, he don't play that. So um, what does that mean for this game? It actually means I'm going to take a different angle on it. Obviously, Kansas City starters, you start your players. Even if you're a little desperate, Sammy Watkins is actually a full practice player, and he's going to play. So he's actually quite startable, in my opinion, based on I think that they're going to put up 45 points in this game. I think everyone can get a taste of it. But... The Raiders are going to throw the ball. And that was why I recommended Ruggs earlier in the show. And Kansas City's defense, not spectacular. So I think the offense of the Raiders could score 21 to 28 points themselves. So that's actually the only good thing coming from the, this game where, the again, the, the Chiefs are going to win big. But if you have offensive starters for Oakland, excuse me, I'm going to call it Oakland, for Vegas, <laughs> You feel very free to start them. That's all I can say because they're going to have to throw the ball. Let me put on my hat real quick for fantasy and gambling and say the overs looking tasty in this game as well. I don't know what that number is, but if it's anything less than If it's than 500, 55, I think I might take it. I think I might take 50, it if it's 500. 55 sounds like the right number to me. Right, right, right. That's it. All right, and I have no some, idea what it is. Right. I, me either. I don't even know off the top of my head, but I'm assuming – at this point, you're probably close to that. 305-567-0560 is the text machine. We have a lot more to go over here in the show. That is the Nose Dan Day back in the studios. And I am Zach Krantz for the morning show here on 560 The Joe WQAM. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show. We're brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shore. Still plenty to get to. More observations at to get to a lot more observations to get to. We have the sniff test to get to as well, the tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. That's all coming up here. Your text lead the way for the next hour, hour number one of the books, hour number two coming up right after this break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.